up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Kate. Kate, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing all right, brother. How are you? Oh, heck, it froze. Drop below freezing here, so the ragweed is dead, so I'm doing great. Woo! No more allergies! <laughs> or fewer, anyway. Yeah. Fewer, yes. Yes, that. Next, we've got Pete. Pete, I humbly acknowledge that the Bills were the better team over my Chiefs on Sunday. And I, I don't even have a joke for this show this weekend, this week, so... I was Ooh. I was trying to come up for a joke to start with, and I just couldn't bother. That, that, that kind of sets the tone for the evening. Then I think it does. Yeah, <laughs> and we are thrilled to have Sam back this week. Sam, welcome back. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Great Let me do my Kermit. <laughs> I will say, um, I I wish I was having the weather that you were having right now, Derek, because we have a. Uh, Basically, we've had smoke for, I don't know, a couple of weeks now um, coming from uh, eastern Washington and Oregon. And so it's there is the air quality here is like terrible. You basically can't spend like any time outside, even though it's been warm and sunny. Other otherwise, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. No, I will say it's like 45 outside right now. It's going to be 85 on Saturday. So that's weird. That's how it goes in Kansas is you go kind of roller coaster and it's just kind of gradually dropping down yeah well you guys i i don't know if you noticed but i'm wearing my avenger con um t-shirt new, new jersey avenger con in honor nice. of um, nice. the show tonight it does not have she hulk but it does have hulk on it yeah okay that works yeah if you have not already please like subscribe share get the word out because y'all listen to us help your friends listen to us too so yeah yeah with that, Kate, what have we got for Disney Plus News this week? Yeah, but real quick, uh, Sam, who's Mr. Tree? I think it's Groot. Oh, that's Groot. They they don't Groot. know who, yeah. they don't know his name, so they just call him Mr. Tree. Oh, yeah, but I don't know who okay. Gigantic Dude is because it's not you Gigantic, know Hulk. It's not Hulk. Gigantic yeah. Dude, I think is Ant Man. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, got it. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Moving right along in our Disney Plus news, <laughs> Best in Show, a new com- uh Snow, oh. I'm sorry, Best in Snow. Oh, you just got me really excited for a second. I freaking I love Best in Show. Uh, we'll be coming to Disney Plus this winter. It will involve competitors carving sculptures from large blocks of snow. You know I love a good competition series. And so it will also feature music, musical presentations by, among others, Kermit the Frog. Excellent. Ooh, I thought sure you were going to say vanilla ice. <laughs> ice ah, ice that's good. Or ice cube. <laughs> or ice cube. All right. Or ice tea. According, <laughs> according to a press release, Disenchanted will be released November 18th instead of November 24th, giving more time before Thanksgiving for it to be watched and spoiled for relatives at the dinner table. You're welcome. Nice. (laughs) And last but certainly not least, Fire of Love, a documentary about volcano. How do I say that? Volcanologists. Vulcan. Volcanologists. Not people who study Vulcans. People who study volcanoes. Volcanologists. (laughs) Katya and Maurice Kraft will be debuting on November 11th. The couple was often the first ones on the scene when there was a new volcano and lead the research into eruption prediction. Uh, that would lead the research because they passed away in 1991 from a volcano eruption. Oops. Oh, God. Oh, God. Spoiler alert. Oh. 
Spoiler, See, spoiler. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Come on, oh, Derek. Has, Thanks for spoiling. I'm not watching it now. Yeah. Their last day studying volcanoes. Like the first little oh, blurb on the screen says that this is the, like footage from them the day before they died. Oh, oh my God. Goodness. That's oh, my crazy. God. That's kind of nuts. It's really morbid. You yeah, don't watch this at all. Sad. We're not watching I know. this. <laughs> Talk about dying. Is this like passion? Disney's version of Game of Thrones or something? Apparently. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's just let's, talk about it, shall we? Yeah, let's just talk about it. We are talking about the She-Hulk finale this week and the She-Hulk series as a whole. But like, we got to start with this finale. And Kate, I'm going to throw it over to you. Did was this a good ending or did this finale just try way too hard? Okay. Um, yeah, I think the finale did try too hard. I went into it. So as those of you following along at home, we have a group chat that we are messaging each other throughout the week all the time. And, um, it's the, the reviews slowly started to come in before I was able to watch it. So I went in apprehensive, (laughs) Um, and I actually binge watched like f- the last four episodes. Mm. Um, Ooh. I'm okay, sorry. I'm going to save my <laughs> negative thoughts for um, the other question. But just looking at the finale, just the finale, um, I was not a huge fan. Um, I understand why they took the storyline here. But I had a big problem with um, just the idea of paying someone to sleep with someone and take a picture of it and then use that against them like that. I was just like that, I, like our one Scooby Doo did and that didn't even happen. <laughs> right. But like that our one like we have so few female superheroes and like that's what you're gonna choose to do with it? Come on, man. So I d- didn't care for that. But calling out the elephant in the room of the, I'm gonna go talk to Kevin. Was that supposed to be Kevin Feige? It was supposed yes. to be making fun of Kevin yes. Feige. Okay, got yes. it. I and also sure. a robot. Apparently, I was reading online. There's like some robot with a acronym that was in the Marvel comics too. So it's kind of a play on that as well. Got it. Um. I'll be honest like I, I was like okay this is kind of clever I guess I don't really know where they're gonna take it it just it didn't it was it was forced it was forced it tried to be clever yep it tried to be clever and like there were points where I was like oh okay Okay, I'm trying to get on board because I really want to like this show. Um, but I'm going to save my comments for the next question. So you go, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I could go for a while. I hated this last episode. I hated it. Um, tried is the word. They tried really hard and they flopped, pretty much flopped, in my opinion. Um, I, there was a few moments that I that I chuckled at. Um, but like she's uh, we're allowed spoilers, right? So she, she like breaks completely breaks the fourth wall and goes into the actual studio and, and, and she's walking through the Disney studio. That was the actual Disney studio. So mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and like, it, it was like trying hard to be clever. Those were the actual writers that were in that room. I oh, really? Did- I did laugh. Oh, yeah. I like that. At least some of them were. I did laugh that the Kevin robot had like a a little hat, a, like a baseball hat type thing. Like Kevin Feige always has a hat on. Um, but it, if it was good writing, you like got to this point in your story that was, you know, they were complaining that was too like, Marvel cliche and they were trying to make fun of Marvel cliches but then like you wiped it all out and then had an ending that didn't make sense and this that didn't make any sense it didn't end the story like it it ignored the entire like through plot of of the of the series and 
it made no, it, it, I mean, it was the same problem with the whole show. The just very, to me, very sloppy writing, very sloppy storytelling. There were moments and, and I, we're, we're getting to the big picture, but I, so I won't do that, but I will say like, you know, you, you basically threw everything out and then the last five minutes of the show had nothing to do with the show. We just watched for nine episodes. Yeah. That and it, yes. And that it, And it sucked. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It sucked. All right, Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to start with the one positive part of this episode, which was the first like two minutes where we had this cool, like yes. homage to the original yes. Hulk series where they did this like seventies vibe and the, the, the outfits, the camera angles, everything about it. Was, that like, was literally really- the opening yeah, it was like the opening the two minutes. Yeah, yeah. The original show. Yeah, yeah. So it looked it looked exactly like the, how the Incredible Hulk TV show did, but with Jennifer Walters in it, with the, with all the right characters from this show. So that was like this yeah. really cool moment, and the episode started out okay. Um, of course, it was a very cliche thing where she's in the the intelligentsia meeting, and then all of a sudden, you know, you find out the that um, the guy had stolen her, paid this other guy to steal her blood. You know, you could see that coming from a mile away. Um, but did he steal her? I, I still don't know, actually, because of the way they broke the fourth wall. Did he ever steal her blood? I think that was undone, but he did still steal the contents of her phone, right? So that. I mean, who knows? Because they never told us what what was canceled when they broke the fourth wall and what wasn't canceled, if that makes any sense. Um, but it was about 20 minutes into the episode that they and I, I, I texted you all saying I'm 20 minutes in and I'm really angry. And it was right <laughs> after she had got, jumped into, you know, the the Marvel Studios through Marvel's Assembled on Disney Plus, which was I actually didn't mind the moment where it, the screen went to like Disney Plus and it looked yeah, like that- she was at the menu for Disney. Plus. Um, yeah. Did Denver. I go looking for my yeah, remote? your remote? Yeah. <laughs> my cat stepped on my remote. Absolutely. Yeah. That was a that was a clever moment. Um, but then when she like went into the Marvel Studios and then goes to find Kevin and signs the NDA and then goes talk talks to Kevin Feige the robot, um, it was too it was just too cute in a sense. If I I don't know what the the best way to describe it, but exactly what Pete said, just trying way too hard. It was like trying to be too clever for its own good, and it really wasn't that clever. Um, and it was and it was even more frustrating when well it was frustrating that she was breaking the fourth wall in that way i didn't have a problem with the way that she broke the fourth wall in the other parts of the episode or in the prior episodes where she would just talk to the audience directly that was not to me um it wasn't great. They could have done it better, but it wasn't bad. But this, when she goes and and create and basically breaks the entire universe that this whole thing is fake and that there are writers and that there is a, you know, a robot, an AI robot who's using an algorithm to determine what the plot's going to be, all that sort of a, a thing was just so obnoxious and I think such an insult to the audience intelligence that that's how I took it as um, we just watch some, you know, we'll just watch whatever Marvel, Marvel robot AI comes up with whatever garbage that comes up with. I thought that was kind of an insulting nod to the audience. <laughs> um, yeah. So it made me super angry. And, and then when they went and then when she jumps back in, as I mentioned before, it, it was completely unclear what part of the plot was erased because she was still back in intelligentsia, but the guy was no longer uh, had no longer had given himself a blood serum, you know, to make himself a, a hulky, um, you know, a hulky evil villain. Um, so it was really like, OK, well, what so what happened and what didn't happen? Did the whole intelligentsia thing happen? I assume so. But. I don't know. It, it was just, it, to me, it had no resolution of that plot of the intelligentsia plot, or at least no clear resolution of that plot. Um, yeah, it was just super frustrating. And then the way that Hulk then appears at the end with this son, and you're introduced <laughs> yeah. to this, you're introduced to this brand new character. I know that we are going to get introduced to this character. This is still finale. But we're introduced to this brand new character in such an offhand way. And he's Hulk's son. I'm like, what? Uh, the other thing I will say I didn't like was uh, um, uh, the nod or the during the, the fourth wall breaking, this whole thing about um, 
Jennifer about how they have to pan the camera away from her and so she can change between being She-Hulk and Jennifer Walters, which was obvious to all of us throughout the entire series, did not need to be said. In fact, acknowledging it made it all the more frustrated and obnoxious because the entire series I've been complaining, as you all know, about the CGI being terrible and as we all have. And yeah. So that's about it. I'm very angry about this episode. I thought it was dumb, dumb, and dumb. Let me just put it that way. I I can't. Yeah. And I'm I'm not going to interrupt you, Derek, but I just want to say one thing. Was anybody else bothered by the fact she breaks into the real world and beats up a bunch of security guards (laughs) in at Disney studios in the real world. I'm like, no, these are real people. Now you're like right. beating up these real people. <laughs> you know, I was so mad that part hadn't even occurred to me. Pete. That I was so mad about so many other point. things. So <laughs> anyways, Derek, sorry. Um, dumb, yeah, dumb, when, dumb. So when she broke the fourth wall and they pulled up the screen, I've not rolled my eyes that hard since junior high. <laughs> um, and my, my, 14-year-old son, I could give him a run for his money on how hard I rolled my eyes at that. That was just one of those, you've got to be kidding me. Because with that motion, they undid the entire series. Mm-hmm. I have wasted nine episodes of my time. Now, yeah. cup, now, there are a couple things that we did get out of these. First, I will say, this does have some precedence within the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, in a, and it's actually when she walked in to the building on the sign for She-Hulk, there was a QR code. That QR code goes to uh, issue 50 of hers, which is where when her original author died in the comics, she breaks the fourth wall and goes to her new writers and complains about the writing. Ah, so this, interesting. Does, this does have some connections in the comics. But Interesting. it wasn't done well at all. Um, and then the other one, the thing that's been brought up is Scar, Hulk's son. The reason that they kind of glossed over his son is because his son is in like one plot line in like the entire Marvel Universe. Um, it's in what's known as World War Hulk, which the fact that she said save it for the movie. Yeah. Basically, he comes to find his dad and they have a huge epic battle is the basis for it. The fact that she said save for the movie, my thought is we may actually be getting a Mark Ruffalo Hulk movie. Yeah. Which would be interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. um, Scar also later becomes a Thunderbolt, which is a a series that's coming out, which is um, kind of Thunderbolts and Young Avengers kind of are going to be like phase seven, eight, nine of what's coming after this next session. But you so. know, that means we're going to get more bad CGI because Scar yeah. was badly uh-huh. CGI'd at, it, next to Hulk bad CGI, next to She-Hulk bad CGI. So, yeah. Yes. Now, Scar at this point is also supposed to be like like a teen, like 12 mm-hmm. or 13 is all. Oh, he looked like he idea, was like 17. Because the No, because the idea behind it is when he morphs down to kids then it's when he morphs down into his humans form he's very much a tween to early teenage kid okay just like all the other new characters we've been meeting so far right um well i go this this show left me not caring yeah oh yeah (laughs) so agreed but no the the finale did not work for me at all now we're going to go into the series as a whole. And this may be a bit relatively short section. <laughs> but Pete, I'm actually going to start with you on this one. Because if anyone's going to find good stuff, it's going to be you about a Marvel series. What did I this usually do. Right? What did this season get right, Pete? Um, okay, I'm going to give credit to the cast for being very game. And there was really no bad... Uh, badly cast characters. So, uh, especially Tatiana Maslany, I think she played the role as well as she could with with the writing that was there. Um, so I did I did like her character, even though I didn't like the series. Um, uh, 
there were a few funny moments across the episodes, not nearly enough of them, but there were a few moments that I thought were clever. I will say that I will also say, and, and, um, I thought the, uh, the, uh, how do I want to say this? I thought the feminist side of the story, that kind of stuff, when they had those scenes worked, mm-hmm. um, but so much of it didn't work. It was hard to, it was hard to say, but I, I, I did like, you know, that they talked about how, you know, women are treated and things like that. And I thought, I thought that stuff worked okay. Um, but uh, I don't know. And I, I kind of liked seeing daredevil, even though I think they misused him and I'll talk about that later. Hmm. <laughs> so I'll turn it over to Sam because I'm sure there's more. All right. So maybe has some good things. How about the lawyering, Sam? The lawyering was okay. It wasn't it wasn't great, but it was it, there wasn't a lot of it. So There wasn't much of it. Was yeah, there, there wasn't yeah. there wasn't a lot of it, so that was actually a good to me that's a a plus in the sense of usually when that's done on TV it's done really badly and wrong, right? And so this was better. There were some, you know, some squishiness as to whether or not she was practicing in the civil arena or the criminal arena at times, but you yeah. know, there were there were definitely some mistakes, but it was like I said, they stayed away from it, so that wasn't um, too bad. I so I actually really liked episode four. Is this not real magic? Which was the one with the magician and Wong, basically, <laughs> and Madeline, Madison, Madeline, Madison, Ma- Madison, Madison with two with two ends, but not where you think. Uh, or with a Y, but not where you think. Whatever it was. Anyway, I I really liked that episode. I thought that was quite clever. I also really liked Just Jen, which is the one where she's being uh, uh, sued and she ends up having to um, stake her claim on the name of She-Hulk and embarrassing herself. I thought that one was a good episode. And I actually really, uh, really liked The Retreat, which is the one where she's going to Emil Blonsky's retreat. I did like that episode. Yeah, she got so... So those were episodes four, six, and seven, just to be clear. So, oh, just Janet, sorry, was actually the wedding episode, not the, yeah, it was the wedding episode. So I actually really liked those three episodes. I didn't dislike episode eight, Ribbon and Rip It, which is where Daredevil came into play. I actually really liked the guest appearances with the exception of Hulk. Did not like pretty much any of any of his appearances. Um, they were necessary. The first one was necessary in episode one, but other than that, I didn't feel like he was at all necessary to any plot line in this show whatsoever. Um, but loved Wong. I mean, who doesn't love Wong? He's hilarious. I loved how they used the abomination uh, earlier on in the show. Didn't love how they used him in the in the finale episode. Yeah, some great acting and some great actors and actresses. I would say, despite poor writing and poor plot lines. Um, I, you know, I thought the wedding episode, I was like, oh, this is really going to turn. And this is like, I I really, I had a lot of hope, right? Because I thought the season started out kind of weak and it was growing and it was getting better as we went along. I know Derek disagrees, but I think Pete, I know, uh, I think Pete agrees with me. Mm -hmm. The middle of the season and, or sort of the last, the, Second half of the season, if you don't count the last episode, was actually pretty fun and entertaining to watch. Was it like deep, meaningful TV? No. Um, but I've got other stuff that I can watch for that. So this was, it was sort of lighthearted, entertaining stuff. Um, but yeah, this, this last episode kind of just killed it. So it, it's really hard to say positive things because of how it ended. But I, I really did like a lot of moments on this show. Um, I just am really, I'm really angry about the way it ended. And it's really colored my whole view of, of the show because I feel like they could have ended, um, they could have done a, 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 you know, with the cliched ending. And I, I would have been okay with that to be perfectly frank. Like, um, did I love the idea of her blood being stolen by somebody who's, you know, was paid to sleep with her? No, but it made sense in the Marvel universe. Let's be honest, not at all. Marvel shows are that, uh, complex. Some of them have really simple, predictable plot lines. And I'm okay with that. Some of the time, if there's humor and fun, big fight scenes to go along with it, I think sometimes that's 
all the depth I need from a Marvel show or movie. And I know Derek will agree with that because um, a lot of Marvel stuff is really just about skin, you know, deep. So yeah, that's my overall, uh, I guess, thoughts on what I liked and didn't, or what I liked about the show. And, oh, I loved actually, let me just say one more thing. I loved Daredevil and I actually loved that he and Jen slept together. So I know there's a co- controversy on the internet about that. But, um, you know, there are people out there who can't relate now to Daredevil now that he has slept with somebody. But you know what? Even nerds get <laughs> laid sometimes. So <laughs> I, I will say I did like his walk of shame. Yeah, it was hilarious, right? It was. <laughs> that was yeah. Funny. Hilarious. And I love that, you know, I love that she found, you know, she's not, they're not going to have some deep relationship, but I love that they had this moment together. I, it, there's no shame in that. I thought yeah. that was great. Derek. Um, it actually introduced us to more, more mutant information. That's one thing, the X-Men and more mutant information, because um, it had, there were a couple of very definite Wolverine Easter eggs in there. Um, so that was part of it. And Mr. Immortal, the guy who had all those wives and couldn't die is a mutant. He's one of the more obscure mutants, but he's actually, he's not, I I thought he was a funny character. I liked that storyline. I mean, it was a subplot, but it wasn't a major plot line, but I liked that. Yeah. And then I'm reminded of Statler and Waldorf in Muppet Christmas Carol. It was dumb. It was pointless. It was short. The episodes were short. So that, I mean, the episodes were all content 30 minutes, give or take. So it had that going for it. Kate. It's, it's never good when that's a positive though. (laughs) Uh, I agree. The short episodes were a plus. Um, I liked some of the cameos with the exception of daredevil. And I want to caveat that by saying daredevil is in my top two or three favorites. Uh, Marvel superheroes. So, but I will get to that in a moment. Um, but I liked the cameos, uh, the acting was great. <laughs> um, the writing was just so bad, but they did what they could. What they get right, Kate? What they get right? The acting was good. I'll, I'll, I'll break the fourth wall. <laughs> right down here, Kate. It's what did they get? The right? acting was good. I know. I, th- uh, yeah, that's all I got. The cameos were great. The lead actress was great. Okay, Sam. What needs to be Hulk smashed? What uh, needs to just be other than the entire series? Yeah. Specifically, what's <laughs> something that should be Hulk smashed? I, I mean, the whole last episode, real other than the first two minutes of the whole last episode, I didn't have. OK, so the first episode, I'm going to say, was also uh, pretty bad in the sense of it was this whole setup and we learned really nothing. Right. Um, so the fact that the first episode was released on its own and didn't have enough plot to really pull us in with a storyline right away, that was uh, a big negative, of course. Um I, you know, I, as I said, I didn't mind the fourth wall breaking in the way that Jen would talk to the audience or She-Hulk would talk to the audience now and then. Um, but they didn't do a really good job of utilizing it. And the, the moments they used it in were sometimes clever and other times just kind of, you know, it seemed like they were just doing it for the, just to do it. Um, but the last episode is really uh, the thing I have the biggest problem with. I thought it, it took too long to get going in this, in the series. Um, but you know, some of us are, will be more patient with Marvel than maybe some other series um, because of how much we love the universe and love some other things about the universe. But this last episode gave me um, what is that terrible movie that we watched? The is the Eternals. This last episode gave me vibes of the Eternals. Like I, I never want to watch this again. Like I never want to watch the Eternals again. And this makes me not just not want to watch 
the last episode of She-Hulk again, but it kind of makes me not want to watch the series, which is unfortunate because there were some good moments. And we know that Jen is going to be back in, you know, in some movies or other TV series in the universe. And I'm worried that this uh, sours us on this character completely when, you know, it's not that the character is a negative, is a bad character. It's that the writing for this show was generally bad. And the last episode is just the cherry on top of that poop Sunday, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. um, you know, the, the, I, I can't, I cannot answer this question without referring to the CGI though. And I'll just say, see previous responses and comments about the CGI. That's, that's, that's it. I can't, I can't say any more about it because I, I can't repeat myself a million times. Yeah. All right. Well, Derek, what, um, beyond the entire season for you, um, what should be Hulk smashed here? Um, I mean, the big one is the CGI and it's not just the CGI on her as a Hulk. Yeah. It's this whole CGI together for them making a joke on how much it costs. And then how much the CGI department has moved on to the Black Panther Wakanda Forever project Mm -hmm. makes me scared for Black Panther and Wakanda Forever. If it's the same team doing this, dear Lord, they need to... (laughs) Marvel is hiring, should or should be hiring CGI people. Um, They should also be hiring writers. Um, Yeah, I mean, the fact that this last episode made me, made us not need the entire season. Um, I did not like the breaking the fourth wall of the entire season at all because yeah. it wasn't done well. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Um, when we, yeah. well, I can't remember if it was about when we watched like halfway through. I, yeah. I feel like you, you were feeling yeah. like that. Yeah, because again, there are points for breaking the fourth wall, but and honestly, if they were looking for a, a good reference for that. Look at all the Looney Tunes cartoons where they just give looks to the audience Mm -hmm. or make sure the audience is in on the joke. That's how a fourth wall, the whole, and I understand it's part of the comics. I understand that she was the originator of it before Deadpool was. Deadpool kind of copied her on that actually in the comics, in the comics, but it was not done well at all. Pete, you have something to add at that point? Yeah, I just I just want to say there were a few moments of fourth wall that were okay, but I would agree it was times where she just like looked at the camera and kind of went. Yeah, when mm-hmm. when she like dialogued to the camera, it generally didn't work. Didn't work. So. And the I'm sorry, her assistant came off as annoying to me. Mm-hmm. I understand what she was trying to do, but she didn't. She didn't come off as a caring friend, to be perfectly honest. Um, I was okay with her. I was okay with her, too. I didn't... I, I didn't mean, love her, but I didn't, like, mind her, either. Yeah. I mean, they complete... From Tatiana coming in as the first villain to show up who has powers, and then they waste her as only being, you know, in... Yes, she attacked her in the wedding episode and the whole She-Hulk branding thing, but that wastes a villain. If she was supposed to be the villain... Not this intelligentsia stuff, whatever. And I know Kate's going to get into that here in just a little bit, but I don't, the, none of the season worked for me. The whole thing should be Hulk smashed. And let's go back to just smart Hulk with Mark Ruffalo. Cause if you're supposed to be smart Hulk, what are you doing involved in this season? <laughs> Kate. Uh, it is a travesty how they wrote daredevil in this up in this. It's so bad. It's and and if anyone and Pete, I am so sorry. I know I'm stealing all of your thunder now, no, but the, I, well, especially if you've watched the Daredevil series that already exists, nothing that Matt Murdock did in this episode is anything that Matt Murdock would have ever done. First of all, nobody ever takes off Daredevil's mask ever. That that does not happen. That does not happen. Daredevil is quicker than that. And <clears throat> um, he, so like He's it, Mandalorian. Sorry. But um, <laughs> Matt Murdock, Daredevil would never do the walk of shame. While it was funny, 
Daredevil would never get caught in daylight without shoes on. It's so like it is so out of character. And I was so excited for this because, like I said, Daredevil is in my top three. I love I think that Charlie Cox plays the crap out of Daredevil. He is a perfect Daredevil. Um, I'm excited. Well, I was really excited to see what they were going to do with Daredevil in the MCU. But if this is the writing that they're going to do, it's it, awful. Um, he, the the jokes he was making about like, oh, you better keep up. Like, the, the, <laughs> like Daredevil, Matt Murdock does not speak like that. Oh, I that's why I messaged our group chat and was like, y'all got mad at the finale, but I'm sitting here steaming over the second to last episode and I just couldn't get past it. Now, y'all are talking about being happy that a nerd gets laid or whatever. Matt gets a lot of action in the Daredevil series. Um, So I'm not entirely surprised, but just how they wrote Daredevil, how they choreographed his fighting, it wasn't right. None of it was right. It didn't feel right to me. But now I'm also like watching, currently actively watching the last season of Daredevil. So Pete, you go. <laughs> I knew you were going to say this. Honestly, it didn't bother me as much as it did you. But oh, I, yeah. but I like I, watching that episode, I was like, well, this isn't really Daredevil. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice that Charlie Cox is getting work because I, I, I think he's fantastic, but they're they're not really doing daredevil right but it didn't no. it didn't bother me because it's a it's it's a very different show it's a yeah that's how i sh- check it it's a show that's a lark and <sighs> i got so many things i got so many things i want to say but i think, but i think <laughs> but i think it boils down to like it needed to either be if it was going to be goofy, it needed to be like really goof. Like D- Derek used Looney Tunes. It needed to be Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. It was not. It was trying to balance the lines between normal Marvel mm-hmm. and being funny. And it was best when it was funny, but it wasn't funny enough. It was trying to be Ant-Man. Yeah, but even there, Ant-Man, there. Yeah. Ant-Man's way better. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, also I'll say almost any like Every Marvel movie has humor in it. Yeah. So I mean, Avengers gonna, has a ton of humor in right, it. Right. So if you're going to do Ragnarok. this, like you yeah. got to be funny, you got to bring the funny. And this sh- this series didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I'm sorry. I'm finding the cattail smacking you in the face really <laughs> funny right now. So all they needed to do, Pete, was cast you and your cat. That's on right. The show. Be my cat. <laughs> um. So here, and here's one of the major problems. First of all, like starting with smart, smart Hulk, Hulk is not an interesting character. Hulk is only an interesting character because of Bruce Banner and how he has to deal with turning into the Hulk. When yeah. you turn, when you take Bruce Banner and you get rid of the Hulk and you make the smart Hulk, he's a bore totally. because, because there's nothing because, because the interesting part of the Hulk is that Bruce Banner can't control him and how he responds to that. Right. Um, or the struggle to the control same, him. Right. And the struggle to control him. The same, I found the same problem with She Hulk. It's like she instantly is able to control She Hulk. So, why is this character particularly interesting to me? The only way they were able to make her interesting was the things she was going through as a woman. And as and that's what I was talking about earlier. I thought that stuff was somewhat was successful. Good. Yeah. But as a as a character, She Hulk, it's just like she's perfect. You know, but she doesn't want to be a superhero, but then she does want to be a superhero and then she doesn't want to be a superhero. And then she it, it just I don't know. It's just so I don't think it's a. I don't think how they wrote the series. They made it a great character. I think, mm-hmm. as I said, I think the actress did great with it as great as she could. Um, but 
And then that ending. What about her losing control, Pete? What did you think about that specifically? Right. So, because in the in the second to last episode, right right at the end, right at the gala, that's the one moment where she does lose control. Right. But I I needed her to lose more control than just smashing. Like she smashed some TVs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She was mad. And that got her arrested. And and that got yeah, they got her thrown in jail. And and then of course at the end she gets forgiven anyways and gets. It, it, as I said, the, the ending, the ending to me, like I was already not high on this show, but the way they ended it was the laziest of lazy writing. Like mm-hmm. to have your show that's not good break the fourth wall and tell you that it's not it's good. Not good. <laughs> Like, and then not, not and then not through. give us a better ending, right? That's right. the other and then, part. And then <laughs> and then and then end without like any real good ending, right? Like I feel like if you were gonna do if you're gonna go so outrageous right. and do that and say this is a terrible ending, we gotta give you something better, you better do a really good Scooby Doo and give me a really good ending. Right. right? right. Well, like, well rewind it and redo that it. ending, right? Like, Don't do just like cut the ending World. off. Well, this is the this is the thing. Why didn't they do it like Wayne's world okay Wayne's world is the perfect example where they redo the ending but they start from the exact same spot and they like redo the ending from from that spot onward right. they like rewind and you know and and so you know okay well that first ending was just you know was just a, a you know was just for for laughs right this and this is the real ending right because they because like as you said they set up they, they they set up this character got the blood he turned into hulk oh no no now he's not a hulk he's just arrested and it's like but why is he arrested what did he what did he do if he doesn't have the the blood or anything what's right i, I just i i they've announced that there's or they've at least implied there's going to be a season two and you know i am a I not go on the show i i i agree this is the like I have a hard time picking like if I I've, I thought we should have an episode where we kind of like rank the Marvel shows because there aren't that many of them. And I would have a hard time saying which one's the worst until now. This is so, this is so far worst. below yeah. everything else. Yeah. Um, and especially again, um, we're talking about the finale. Almost every other Marvel show, the finale episode brought it up in my view. Agreed. Um, Agreed. You know, Hawkeye moved up with the finale. Uh, um, uh, the one we just watched, Miss Marvel, moved up. There were several of them that the finale was done so well, it actually improved it in my view. And I think Mo- didn't Moon Knight? Moon Knight, I feel like had a, a little bit of a mixed review on that finale. Uh, I, yeah, that one. I liked that so much, and the finale was the most generic of the bunch. So yeah, it, it, that one didn't move it up, but it's, I'm just saying like a lot of the yeah. other ones, I was kind of like 50, 50 on. And then the finale came and I was like, okay, this is pretty good. Yeah. This was the opposite where I was already not giving it a good rating. And then the finale just went. <laughs> and as you said, Sam, I don't even want to go back and watch this ever because of that finale. Yeah. Which makes me so mad because there were some like I like I mentioned there were a few good episodes <laughs> yeah. that in a vacuum I I I really liked but now they're so colored by this ending I'm really not sure I can separate the two you know yeah it makes me really upset that's why I was so a I mean yeah I don't we, sorry we don't want to see Sam so when angry. She's angry you don't want to see me when I'm angry <laughs> I did like that she used that line you don't want to see it we don't want to see me when I'm angry. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, you guys. Okay, guys. As painful as it may be, we are at the end of a season. We got to do Pixie Dust for the entire season. What will you give it as the season? Kate, as always, we start with you. Two. I'm going to give it a one and a half. And it it probably would have gotten a two or two and a half before that finale. Uh but it's a one and a half with the finale and that that's for the whole season. There's a couple episodes right. that I would rate higher, but one yeah. and a half. Um, I'm going to go with a two because I might feel like watching Wong and Madison watching TV again. Like <laughs> that's like, the, I might, I might be able to like, garner up enough i don't know enthusiasm for that episode and watch oh them could, again. could we get a wong and madison series 
I right? would watch that. I would want to watch them reviewing like, you know, the Sopranos, for example. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Derek? I would watch that. That'd be funny. Yeah. yeah. Um one and a half. It yeah. It's, Sam, wow. what did you give it again? Two, same as Two. you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this might be one of our lowest ranked. This this has the same average ranking as Eternals did. So yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, and that was bad. Too. Yeah, that was that, bad too. Yeah, Eternals so. was really bad. Like I said, I I put the finale on par with Eternals. I but Eternals to me was bad from start to finish. This at least had some moments, but I don't know. Had they not butchered Daredevil, just like truly. Truly offensively butchered Daredevil. It's so funny that you feel that way. I don't, I don't, it, oh. it didn't like, did I, I felt like Pete, I didn't feel like, like they really, it was really a great Daredevil plot line and, and that it was really Daredevil the way he was in the prior series. But I also didn't really mind because I was like, this is a comedy. This is a completely different, right. like, set of, you know, storyline, different show. Like, I like kind of felt like we were in a different, like universe like we're in the multiverse right so right um, i'm i'm not sure if we're in a different in the you know different universe in the multiverse but i kind of could suspend that part of the judgment about and it. kate i got some bad news for you the thought prevailing thought is this is the direction daredevil's going that's very no it can't that's oh really we'll see like listen we gotta wait and see uh, you know i i would like to ask micah I would like to ask Micah. Um, and I've got a conversation, so I might have asked him this question. So, how truthful this is to Daredevil in the actual comics? Like, which which Daredevil is more accurate? They're probably both, though. I don't know if you remember yeah. this, Kate. That Micah has talked about this, but I think any if you have any familiarity with the with comics, not just Marvel, DC does the same thing. You've like got eight different versions sometimes of the same character. Like if you think about Superman, Superman had a million different iterations. At one point, Superman died, and then there were four new Supermans all at once, right? And they had four different series going on at once, following each new Superman. So that's like the kind. It's not. It's it's not that out there to think that there will be different kind of iterations of the same character, kind of like what we saw in Loki, right? We saw different actors, even different species being Loki, right? Well, so and, and I would, what I would say, yeah, what I would say though is, and that's the way I look at it is like, I don't, I don't mind this goofy daredevil in this show because right. it's a goofy show, but I don't want goofy daredevil in daredevil. <laughs> I, I, Pete, you and I are simpatico on this. Like, I yeah. want serious, like, kind of dark Daredevil. Um, yeah. And Marvel can do that. I feel like the MCU can do that. They did it with Moon Knight. Like, they can do dark, um, serious type stuff. I didn't <laughs> okay. mind him in this. So I have to say, I, he, like, he, how he always like says, I'm from Hell's Kitchen. I'm from Hell's Kitchen. Have you gone to Hell's Kitchen today? Because oh, yeah. it is as it's, friggin' jetrified as anywhere. <laughs> it's bougie. Yeah, it's no. totally bougie. There's no, yeah, Hell's Kitchen is not what Hell's Kitchen was no. back when, back when Stan Lee was writing Marvel comics right. in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, not, or even in the 90s, frankly. Yeah. You know, yeah. Hell's Kitchen is not what it used to be. I okay. will be very upset if this is the turn that they take with Daredevil. I that I like yeah, I think we'll have to see. It really I think it really depends yeah, we, what movies Daredevil is in. To me well, that's he's got a, how he's, it's got going a to, he's got a series coming in. Yeah. Oh, so that we'll years. see what the series, yeah. If the series if, will, the, if they're going to take it tongue in cheek or if they're going to take it kind of serious. I will be dark. so upset. I'll be so upset if they butcher Kingpin like uh, see that's that's it because to, to me they did kingpin okay in hawkeye yeah didn't you only see him for like a second no, no we saw him quite a bit yeah yeah we saw him quite a bit oh i don't i i can't oh episode. you know what i wasn't on those days never mind mm. but oh. if you think about it like batman too right we've got like some darker batmans and we got some wacky like we michael keaton's batman was a wackier kind of batman and then we had more serious with like christian bale so you, we're just you, gonna you know, ignore george clooney Right, right. And what about Val Kilmer, right? I mean, so we have like... I'd rather do the Val Kilmer one. Yeah, I mean, there's the different iterations uh, can be done with a different 
a different eye. So I think we got to be open to that. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the Daredevil series. Yeah. Yep. All All right. right. Now, next week, we are looking at some various uh, of the classic Halloween shorts. It's our Halloween episode. We're going to be doing the skeleton dance, which is not actually on Disney Plus, but it's been been put on YouTube by Disney Animation, though. So it's weird. So uh, we're doing the skeleton dance. We are doing Lonesome Ghosts, which is the Donald Goofy Mickey short. And we're doing the trick or treat, which is Donald and his nephews and Witch Hazel. So that is our Halloween episode next week. We are doing some of the some of the fun shorts and some of the older shorts. Oh, I off, love Lonesome Ghosts. Yeah, some of the older shorts off of Disney Plus because if you search for Halloween, really Lonesome Ghosts and Trick or Treat are the only non like 2010 and beyond shorts that are on there. There's not a lot of older Halloween stuff on there. So that's what we got coming up next week. Sam, thank you so much for jumping in and joining us. Yeah. On I'd love and to see you guys. Thanks Pete, for having Pete, me. Thanks as always, guys. If you have suggestions, we've got a couple slots coming up that we still don't have filled with shows. Please email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com with ideas. Go to Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. We are on everywhere at Plus Platoon. And for the entire crowd, Thank you so much. We have our sympathies for sitting through the entire season of She-Hulk, and we will see you guys all next week. Bye, guys. If you haven't done it, don't do it. Hulk's back. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcasts and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel, where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.